Thank you for calling Gillespie Insurance Services. If you know your party's extension, you may enter it at any time. If you're calling for a quote on a new policy, press 1. If you're calling for assistance with your existing policy, press 2. If you're calling specifically for one of our staff members, press 3. To reach Allegra, press 1. To reach Jessica, press 2. To reach Iva, press 3. To reach Eli, press 4. Hi, this is Eli. Eli, it's Joey Jingola. Hey, Joey, how's it going? Good, how you doing, sir? Good, did you have to, uh, did you call my direct line or did you use the phone tree? This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. I know. Yeah, we all did it. And it's pretty cool. Like, I've got the testimonials are pouring in. So Jessica left, and then Iva, it's just me and Iva, she's been with us for 13 years. And then she's taken a vacation. She's accumulated two weeks vacation. And so it's just, it's been just me handling everything. Handling everything sucks. That was my good friend Eli Gillespie of Eli, not Eli, of Gillespie Insurance Services out in uh, sunny California. And he's talking about... Uh, one, the very first thing that he was mentioning, he said everybody, everybody did it. Uh, that was rocket referrals. Uh, a lot of the people that attended Grow Labs, and he's going to mention Grow Lab here, uh, I think, in the next clip. Um, a lot of the agents that ended up going there ended up picking up rocket referrals to automate some things in their agency. And he was talking about how the referrals are pouring in. They definitely specialize in helping you get um, not referrals, testimonials. I guess I should say uh, the testimonials are pouring in. They're helping. You know, they have a very very effective system to have your clients say the, say good things about you and they were pouring in that's what he was telling me uh, but at the same token and we're gonna get to that in a little bit and <clears throat> also this episode is going to be a two-parter cliffhanger kind of Lord of the Rings trilogy style we might even need to take this into a third part I'm not quite sure but this thing's gonna fall right off a cliff I think towards the end because there's too much um, covering this topic that I couldn't fit it into one episode and I didn't really want to didn't really want to splice it up so that being said you know Eli is talking about um, you know doing everything right he, he's he found himself in a situation where he had a staff of three and this is this is really actually going to date back to the overstaffed understaffed episode that we did with him episode uh, 62 um, you know who's doing the right work i think is what the the full episode was called and he had an employee that you know had had a set of twins and she just didn't want to work anymore and so she left the agency so that they were already already down a man essentially and they were trying to to make that happen and then the one employee that he did have was on vacation for two weeks so he had to kind of tighten the belt pull up the pants and actually do that job uh fill in while that employee was was on vacation and he was doing everything and everything is definitely probably not fun just for, just because when you're filling in and this i was thinking about this the whole time i don't know that i have an answer for this but i'm just thinking out loud and as we can kind of do this together if we all just want to take a moment think out loud collectively and maybe hold hands i don't know stick the hands out like if i went to catholic church you stick the hands out it always freaked me out a little bit and you stick the hands out when you say the our father yeah, anyways <clears throat> way off topic let's let's collectively think out loud 
I mean, is there a better solution for getting that filling in work done? Or is it, is it, is it you just need to be better suited or better set up to handle that work consistently so you don't have to handle everything when those things happen? Maybe that's the sign of if you find yourself in a position where those types of tasks and services fall back on you, then, you know, maybe, maybe that means you, you don't have things set up right the first time and you need to maybe protect yourself. Again, the first thing that comes to mind is can you hire a temp, you know, to, to, to fill in that two weeks? Chances are that's unrealistic because the time frame is too short. By the time you get him trained, that person's going to be back. Now, maybe, just maybe, you could possibly have a, a temp, you know, set up for a future tasks. If you do spend the time to do that, have somebody on call that you can fill in. Now, again, most agencies don't have that much absence. There's probably a more effective solution, which we're going to get to in just a second. But it's the fact that you have to do the things that no one wants to do or no agent really wants to do. That's what you're trying to avoid. I've been just swamped with the things that no one likes to do, like adding additional insureds and checking on billing questions and all these things that I was kind of mostly out of, but not totally. So that's how it's been since, since the growth lab is a lot more service work, a lot more additional insureds. Yuck. Sounds terrible, Eli. Sorry. But, and again, as you said, that's, that's Eli saying that's what it's been like since he attended Grow Labs. Now, again, we talked to Eli. I talked to Eli a, a little bit ago. Uh, so this conversation isn't exactly hot off the stove here. But, you know, that's, you know, that's what he was kind of stuck doing. A lot of that stuff that he didn't really want to be doing, the things that no one wants to do. And he's been doing that since Grow Labs. Now, just keep in mind, we are going to have a pretty sizable announcement about Grow Labs here. If not, by the end of this week, uh, definitely early next week, uh, letting you know a little bit more of the details about that. So that should be exciting. So kind of stay put if you're looking to kind of come uh, make a pilgrimage of sorts and, 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 and hang out with us in the real world. We're going to have some details on that. But, but you know, again, Eli's saying he's, he's stuck doing the adding the additional insureds and just just very kind of basic busy work that, again, is definitely not suited for your primary producer in your co- kind of commercial lines department, if you will. Again, he was saying, you know, there was the three of them, then it was just the two of them. And now he's basically the only one for two weeks just basically being a CSR. And, again, two weeks isn't terrible, but it is two weeks. And it's... Killing, you know, I guess you have to ask yourself the question, how much time are you comfortable killing? Do you look at, do you look at doing the things that nobody wants to do? It's just a, 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 one, I mean, you, you don't like your life doing it probably. And two, um, you know, it's not making your agency any more profitable. That's for sure. It's, it's detracting from your profitability. And, um, and, and so it's, it's really killing two birds, very painful birds with one stone and, it's that process, I guess, that we could probably all start trying to avoid. And again, you're thinking, well, what can I do, Joy? How can I possibly, you know, prevent a situation like that from happening? You know, again, a lady has a baby. Yeah, maybe they could have replaced that employee. Uh, and then my other, you know, person goes on vacation for two weeks because they've accumulated that over a couple of years. Now, again, I, I kind of, I don't want to call Eli out for that, but Again, that, that, that was a depressing thing that she said, like, she accumulated the vacation over two years. I don't know if I actually left that in the clip, but um, I do know that that maybe, um, you know, some more. I, I know agencies are working towards some are working towards and other industries are working towards unlimited paid time off. Uh, 
as far as, you know, not really necessarily making people kind of stockpile things and, and look forward to things and giving them a little more freedom. Not saying that needs to happen, but it was just a smidge depressing on that front. Um, I guess I really don't, we don't have a set vacation policy here at Jingola Insurance. I can technically just work whenever I want to. But again, I rarely, only time I ever take a vacation is when my family books one and says, you're coming. And I say, okay, um, because they leave me no choice. And I'm usually driving somebody somewhere, my family. So it has to happen. The point is, is that, you know, if, if you have to worry about your employees working, then you have probably the wrong employees. I'm not saying that this is the case with either. I'm just saying um, I would, you know, again, especially on California, they're, they're progressive. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe um, slip in a little extra, you know, stipulation-free time off, right? Anyways, off-topic, side rant, just anyways, back to the main topic of how do we possibly fill in that work? How do we be prepared for that situation? How do you not do those things? How do you not kill two painful birds with one stone and just destroy two weeks of your life? And Eli's got the answer. He just, <clears throat> he just hasn't gotten around to it just yet. This process, though, he thinks is probably going to be more valuable in the long run because he has, he has it in his mind of how not to do it again. He doesn't want to do it again, and that's the key, right? If you're just looking at this as, as something that has to happen whenever it happens, it's not always the case. Eli knows that there's something better out there. He's got it figured out. He just hasn't quite gotten it situated yet. One benefit is I'm kind of seeing the process a little bit more, so I feel a little better about, I call it marble box. I'll have a better idea of how to tell them what to do. I'll have a better idea of how to tell them what to do. And holy cow, what is marble box, right? So that's the big, huge takeaways. He'll have a better idea of how to tell them what to do. And how does this solve his problem? Well, that's the, that's the crazy part, right? This is old school automation that's going to leave Eli in a much better spot for when these situations come up again, or even just every day, he's going to free up much more valuable time uh, or valuable tasks to be completed by the staff that he does have without, again, killing an entire employee on something that is as simple as what you'll hear in the next episode, copy and paste work. Now, for those that are not in the know, and, and I'm guessing that it, it might be a decent portion of you, although the, the, those of you listening to this podcast might be on the cutting edge. I would hope that you are. However, I mentioned this to my dad uh, maybe six months, a little over a year ago. I don't know. And he was kind of surprised that these things existed. So I'm not going to say that. I'm, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't know. But essentially, Marblebox is a service that allows you to basically have an in-house person or not in-house, it basically gives you an extra body to do whatever you want. I mean, not really a body, right? You tell them what to do and they do it. And I mean, you can give them as many hours as you want, right? And you say, hey, <clears throat> you know, Eli's doing additional insurance. Hey, I don't want to do this. Marble box, go do it. Guess what? It's done all the time, every time when you need it, regardless of if somebody's there or not. And that's the power of old school automation. You're not, you're not using a fancy platform or system or algor algorithm or API to make this happen. It's just, hey, there's another person, I think, in another country that's just going to put this information from point A to point B, and it's going to happen every single time, and it's going to happen without fail. And if that person that normally does it in there, they've got somebody that backs that person up and then backs that person up. That is 
how you avoid doing the things that nobody wants to do. That is how you introduce old school automation to your new school agency to prevent yourself from killing two weeks, from being unproductive, from destroying the profitability of your time when somebody else needs to take time off for themselves. It's not really tricky and it's something that is something that we approach with hesitation, right? Because as you heard Eli said, you know, people are afraid, and this is again where we're falling right off the cliff here and we're gonna jump into it in the next episode, is Eli maybe wasn't sure what he was gonna tell them to do or how he was gonna have them do it. Now that he's been in it for a couple weeks, it's probably better that that happened because he's looking to make that change. So it's it's worthwhile time. He's not he's not actually wasting it because it's helping him kind of reestablish and understand the type of work that needs to be done and how he can dictate that to Marblebox to do it more effectively. Now, I don't know if Eli's called them up since um, and actually come on board with them. I'll have to follow up with Eli. Um, but again, I know he did jump on on board with Rocket Referrals, which is a little bit more of a new school automation on the the testimonials and things like that. And we're definitely going to get into that in future episodes as well. But this is just a, a dip of the toe into the waters of that old school automation and how your agency can set itself up for success when the people aren't there that are normally there. So you don't have to do the job that you're not best suited to do. very serious observation time here and I have to so I was in the drive-thru going through McDonald's I'm a big McDonald's fans my kids however are addicted to their pancakes like it's heroin and we're sitting in line and we're just one car deep from the window now mind you uh, the, the lady that was at the first window was not at the first window so I drove by the first window and she's sticking her head out waving like, hey, where'd you go? I'm not gonna stop at a window where there's, cause sometimes they like, hey, first window, second window, very confusing. So she's giving me the arms out the window, like, what are you doing, you, you, you crazy guy? Why didn't you stop at my window? So I have to back my car up and, and pay her. Anyways, not really part of the story. Once that's situated, then I pull up behind the second car. And the second car, or not the second car, the, the car that's at the main window, right? The, the car that is at the, the summit of, of food being handed to them in their car, right? They're there, right? They've made it. And there's a couple cars now behind me, maybe one or two. This car in front is, for whatever reason, something's going on. I don't know what's happening, you know? I get the guy behind me honking at me. And let's, let's be honest here. Anybody that's in control of this situation cannot just manually pull up here. This is not... We have chosen the least energy-producing way to get food. If there was an option to pull through and have somebody shove it in our mouth, we would probably do that. There's absolutely nothing that we can do in this situation to make that go any faster. It's everybody inside of that window. We got honked at. Do you understand the absurdity of which action you just took? It's insane. How can you think that any one of us is in control of the situation? It's just crazy, right? We're not in control. We're just waiting for them to deliver the food because we couldn't get out of our car to actually go get it ourselves. And then you're, so I don't know, lazy entitled to think that if you honk your horn, that that's magically going to trickle down to the powers that be and that somehow we're involved in making this thing actually improve itself. Just, a, just an observation, just a story. Because, I don't know, I thought it was funny. It was crazy, right? Honking at the drive-thru line? Let's get serious. 
What's not crazy is, again, like I mentioned in the podcast, Grow Labs 2017 details coming very soon. So stay close to this podcast. If you haven't jumped onto the Grow uh, membership newsletter, feel free, go do that. Growprogram.com slash free. Going to be talking about that very, very soon. And Jason and I are very excited about kind of the, the deal that we've worked out to, to make sure that you maximize your um, ability to take action and build uh, confidence within your agency. Well, that's coming soon. Growprogram.com slash free. If you're not, or stay close to the podcast, I'm going to catch you guys on the next one. <laughs>